Good evening, Gators. This is Orange Envelopes coming at you a day after the 2018 Orange and Blue game. I watched it yesterday. I have some comments about it and kind of the reception around it uh, on the internet and uh, podcasts that I listen to. Going to put it out there and see what you all think. Uh, Thank you all so much for the kind words on the last recording. uh, I believe it was Friday. I really appreciate your kind words. Uh, Thank you to those of you who took time to put together thoughtful responses. I really enjoy uh, reading those and getting the opinions of uh, other posters on what I say on here. But uh, yeah, let's get into it. I don't have too much to say. Like I said, Friday, um, I went into the game watching it in a manner similar to how I would watch a wrestling match. Uh, You know, it's hard to determine who the best street fighter is between Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage when it's in the squared circle. Uh, In a very similar manner, I feel like the spring game is similar. I don't really know how much you can learn from the spring game. Uh, One thing, though, that is a little bit startling to me is that Felipe's stats are pretty much identical from last year's spring game. And I don't know if that's something that should startle me as much as it does, uh, but it does. You know, I told you on Friday that last year his stats in the spring game were he was 8 of 14 for 119 yards. And yesterday he was 8 of 12 for 117 yards, one passing touchdown, uh, two, if I remember correctly, two rushing touchdowns, but there was that one where... You know, he was taken, he was touched at like the 20, 25 yard line, but they let him walk it in. Uh, So that's one thing that is alarming to me. Um, I still feel like there were instances where he locked on to a receiver almost immediately and stared the receiver down and threw the ball, you know, no matter what. Uh, There was a few instances where the ball could have been picked off and he just threw into very heavy traffic. So uh, that's one thing that's really alarming to me. Now, like I said, I don't know how much stock that we can put into what we saw yesterday. I don't put too much stock into it, uh, but that is something that worries me. Um, Speaking of the running touchdowns, though, he did look good as far as his legs. You know, I would give him the advantage if we're talking about running ability you know Mullen talked a lot yesterday about being a willing runner I don't know how necessarily willing he is but uh, you know he got the job done yesterday as far as running goes you know within the context of how the defense is playing during a spring scrimmage Uh, I would give the edge to Trask as far as the quarterback competition goes I thought Trask looked much sharper um, I thought his he was much quicker getting rid of the ball. I, I don't know. I just felt like altogether the offense hummed a little bit better uh, when Trask was in the game. So passing yesterday, Trask was 12 of 24 for 178 yards and also a passing touchdown. I think that's interesting that Trask got twice as many opportunities to pass the ball uh, than Felipe did. I don't know if that means anything, if that's me looking into it a little too much, Uh, but it's interesting to me that Trask threw 24 times and Franks only threw 12 times. I don't know, maybe nothing to it. Uh, I know Emory Jones is uh, really exciting to a lot of us. I thought he looked pretty good, but I don't see him uh, starting this year. I, I feel like it's Trask. Now, I know we're in April, 
September is a long way away, and there's a lot that could take place between now and then. Um, but if the season was starting tomorrow, I personally would want to see Trask march out on the field uh, for the first play of the game. Uh, a few other things. I listened to one other Gator podcast. The, the last time I checked, they're the only ones who had put out a podcast reviewing the spring game. And they had a pretty negative view of it. They were kind of uh, upset with kind of the fun, nonchalant atmosphere around the game. I, you know, I spoke on Friday about kind of tempering expectations, not getting too high uh, with what we see, what we would see the next day, what we saw yesterday. And, you know, they were, the other podcast was good-natured about it. They weren't, you know, calling for anybody's heads by any means. But I have to say I disagree with them, and also I didn't keep a, a close eye on the game thread during the spring game, but the time when I checked it, there was a poster in there, and he was heavily downvoted, and you know, and he could have been a troll, but he was upset that we weren't seeing a hard-fought, uh, serious back and forth, and to me, that is just ludicrous. I don't know if uh, that particular poster is a junction boy and played for uh, the Bear at Texas A&M, and maybe he's used to a little something different. But I thought what we saw yesterday is par for the course for spring games. You know, admittedly, I haven't really paid much attention to any other program's spring game just because I feel like, uh, you know, they are a glorified scrimmage. I did see Texas A&M had Johnny Cokehead out returning kicks, so I think that's just par for the course. I know... As fans, we have a tendency to, I feel like, bring a sense of entitlement that isn't quite warranted. Now, if you are a bull gator, if you are uh, giving a, a significant amount of money to the athletic program, I kind of understand that you expect a little bit in return, you know, within reason. If you're a fan like me, though, who, you know, may go to a game a year, even if you're a season ticket holder, I feel like a lot of us need to remember that, man, what's taking place out there should be for those participating in it, the players on the field, number one. Um, you know, the other podcasts, there's other podcasts that's kind of upset with um, the two kind of fluky, gimmicky touchdowns to um, some alumni. I kind of get that. But again, if it gets the 17, 18, 19-year-old kids on the team pumped up, if it gets them excited, if it's fun for them, I'm all for it, man. If you went, I didn't go to the, you know, I, I did not spend any money getting to or buying concessions or in the beer garden that I saw that they were having this year. I watched it on my sofa. But still, if you win, it's free admission, man. It's free entertainment. So I don't think there is a lot of room to complain that we didn't see, you know, a 1970 Steelers versus Cowboys uh, slobber knocker, or we didn't see, you know, a real serious display of what the team may be capable of. I look at it as this is kind of a reward for the players. From all accounts, they've been going through pure hell in Nick Savage's um, training program this spring. And for, in my opinion, this is kind of a, a time for them to have a little fun. I mean, you know, I haven't put on pads and a helmet since middle school. And that was a long, it was a while ago. But I remember still how absolutely terrible 
practices were. Man, they were terrible. And I'm talking about 6th, 7th, 8th grade football practices. I'm not talking about practices for a major football university. I can only imagine how grueling what these guys have to do in the Florida heat is. And so, you know, if you want to have some former players in cargo shorts run out on the field and catch a fluky pass, if that gets Felipe excited, if it gets uh, the other guys excited, I'm all for it. You know, I do agree with those who criticize um, those stats counting. I don't know if those counted towards passing yards or anything like that, but I do know that those two touchdowns counted towards the final score. I, I think that's a little silly. But to me, this is a reward for the players. It's a little uh, a little reward between now and then the grueling practices that will take place later on in the summer and fall camp until there is, a, you know, another real game atmosphere. Um, another thing I'm a little concerned about is I think I heard Hammond, I always get Frankie and Josh mixed up, I think it's Josh, I think I heard his name once, I heard Kadarius Tony's name a few times, but other than that, if they were talking about a wide receiver, it was Jefferson or Grimes. And I know there are some questions with Jefferson may not even play this year because Ole Miss is just a despicable, uh, pathetic institution. That's really worrying. I, you know, I told you on Friday I stepped away for a while from all Gator news to kind of, you know, just cleanse myself of expectations. I've think I remember maybe Tyree Cleveland being hurt. He, so he may not have played at all yesterday. You know, maybe I need to pay more attention. But I'm a little worried that one of the two names that I prominently heard yesterday may not even take the field this season as far as, far as wide receivers go. That is something I think that we can take away from the game that we should be a little bit worried about. Uh, running back, Jordan Scarlett looks like a monster. Uh, the new guy, Pierce, had a few plays where I thought he looked really good. I know P. Ryan had a couple of runs that looked uh, really good. I feel like he's kind of the forgotten guy. I can't wait to get Malik Davis back. I don't recall um, seeing too much out of Adarius Lemons yesterday, so I don't have any comments on him. But other than that, you know, I told you Friday, in my opinion, as far as offensive line plays, or offensive and defensive line play goes, I don't know how much you can get from a spring game. Uh, there was some criticism from the other Gator podcast that I keep referring to where he was saying, you know, he, he was disappointed that he felt the offensive line was protected in this game. And uh, he raised the example that, you know, you're not going to be able to protect these guys against Florida State. Well, yeah, no, you're not. Um, the worst thing that could happen is they go full bore and someone ends up getting injured and then they miss, you know, where when it counts. And I know we had one injury yesterday and um, I read it may be three or four months before, I forget his name, but before he's out on the field again. So I totally get kind of going half-ass for this, man. I don't want to see, you know, guys going full bore. There's no point in it. To me, that's just absolutely ridiculous to turn on the spring game and expect to see a product anywhere near what we will hopefully see come September. 
I just don't get it. Um, I'm looking through my notes here. Like I said, I didn't go. If you went, I hope it was a lot of fun. The beer garden thing sounded like a new, fun addition. Hopefully that will lead to, you know, maybe the prospect of uh, selling beer during actual games. But I thought overall yesterday, it's par for the course. I was pretty happy with what I saw, um, other than the wide receivers, other than the fact that, to me, Felipe looks very, very, very similar to last year's Felipe, which I think is uh, a pretty bad sign because I'm not a big fan of last year's Felipe. Uh, so that's troubling, like I said. But, I, you know, that's about it. Uh, I do know that there was there were a lot of recruits there. I don't think we had any commitments uh, the other podcast that I listened to was expressing some concern about, you know, I know Florida State had three or four commitments at their spring game um, and also some concern that we're still hauling in a good number of three stars. I get that. I also am really, really sick of three stars. But I saw today Jalen Jones balled out at the Elite 11. He's got to be getting a fourth star soon. I mean, he I saw his stats, uh, his grade or whatever from the Elite 11 today. It looked absolutely ridiculous. But one thing, man, I told you, come that first bad loss uh, against Tennessee, against Mississippi State, against whoever, come that first time that we look really ugly, don't be Mr. Negative. And there was some, there was a Mr. Negative yesterday on the subreddit complaining about the spring game. The spring game, man. I mean, it's essentially meaningless. That to me, I know uh, Pat Dooley talks about Gideots, and I know that may rub some of you the wrong way, but I completely agree, man. There is a large portion of idiots in the Gator fan base, as within any passionate college fan base and I'm guilty of being a idiot at times too uh, so I'm not trying to say that I am above anyone um, but I just think it's way 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 too early to be really high and it's way 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 too early to be really low man read some uh, Marcus Aurelius I believe he's Mr. Stoic <laughs> read some Aurelius man take the time in the summer before the season starts and read some meditations. Uh, one other thing, speaking of that, I was thinking about timing it out to when we're about 10, 12 Saturdays away from the kickoff against Charleston Southern and seeing if I can go and find the games from last year and sitting down and watching those games. Now, I don't know past Kentucky if I would be able to do that but I thought that might be a good way to another way to really temper my expectations to go back and, you know, suffer through the uh, the horror that was the 2017 season. And if there's anyone else interested in that and that would take I know YouTube for a while was taking down a lot of college football uh, games, so it may not even be possible anymore to find those games from last year. But if there's anyone out there who thinks it might be a fun little project this summer when there's really nothing else going on other than baseball and ugh, to that, um, who would like to, you know, once a week 
in order of last year, beginning you know with the first game, with the Michigan game, to go back, watch the game, and then break it down kind of in a hindsight is 2020 fashion. That might be fun. And even if there's no one else out there who's interested in that, I may try to do that for me, like I said, just to another step in tempering my expectations because I am just over getting really, really high on expectations because that come down is just, uh, it hurts, man. I, I think Bush, the great 90s band, wrote a song about it, and I'm not talking about Glycerin. I think they had a song along, you know, talked about those kinds of themes. Uh, but I'm starting to ramble. That's about all I have to say. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Every kind comment, I can't say enough how much that means to me. Uh, it, it just makes my day. You guys are too nice. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, and even those of you, the guy who strongly disagreed with my thoughts uh, on Friday's podcast, I, I appreciate you just as much, man. I, I really enjoy reading uh, you know, differing opinions. If we all agreed, it would be completely boring, and I would you know, probably take another four months sabbatical <laughs> to cry over student loans and that type of thing. But hope you all have a good week. Uh, feel free to comment, email, whatever. Interaction is great. I love that. Uh, have a good week, guys. Go Gators. <laughs>